Hello, and welcome to The Panelists, the show that replaced Feed Dump, whether you like it or not. I'm your host, Kathleen DeVere, and unlike Feed Dump, I have four enthusiastic guests this week who are ready to A your cues, provided your cues are the same as the ones I prepared ahead of time. And joining me this week, I have team Chicken Tendies for my friendies. Things are going to get weird. <laughs> I'm in a mood tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was born, holy shit. I'm in a mood, beast. I can't wait. Let's, let's yeah. drive the car off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a lot, so I'm looking forward to this. Also joining me is Team Hail Satan. We, we thought they were food-based jokes. It's a compressed protein. Just like me when I'm wearing control top pantyhose. Hot. <laughs> Things are going to get weird. <laughs> Oh, good. And in further good news, <laughs> good news! The hypothetical eccentric billionaire from a previous question is back, and he has more obscure jobs for you to fill. Working for this man will be like working for a combination of Jeff Bezos and Willy Wonka, but not the good Willy Wonka played by Gene Wilder, the one Johnny Depp played in Tim Burton's wholly unnecessary remake. So, do you choose to become this rich nitwit's Vimy Ridge recreation expert, which involves you getting a shovel and a lot of FEMO to create a 120th scale recreation of the infamous battle? Or do you instead choose to become an opulent imbecile's Golden Girls alternate universe fanfic author? A person he keeps on call 24 hours a day in case he gets the urge to read an AU or Blanche and Rose or in Starfleet, Yuri on Ice, or anything else that's probably inappropriate. Can we have the Golden Girls one? I think Cam wants the Vimy Ridge, Ridge one, so I'm gonna say yes. I'm a little concerned that no matter what we pick, we're gonna be digging wet trenches. <laughs> Golden Girls fanfic author then? Yeah! Let's read some books! Oh my god, yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm down with this. And I mean, if nothing else, we yeah. get to stay inside. Yeah. Probably given some sort of like useful writing device. Yeah. I'm gonna assume we don't have to do them longhand. Yeah. And uh, you got to keep the the brain work going, which means I think we're probably gonna we're gonna have to like watch a lot of the Golden Girls, so we know not to duplicate any other episodes that already exist. I think that if we're writing fanfic the whole time, mm -hmm. we would probably have to put ourselves in a little bit of a weird headspace. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe uh, we write fanfic in the nude or. We cover ourselves in cheese whiz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what you I mean? know. like we get weird. Because it's alternate universe type stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it could be like a universe where everybody is just coated in some sort of like viscous food product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then it's like Indiana Jones response. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That belongs in a museum. You know, <laughs> we could get weird with this. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this idea of that. And no matter what we do, yeah. he's got to accept it. Because it's like, no, this is what this is what get my creative creative juices flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's like, why are you cut covered in cheese whiz? It's like, this is part of the process. <laughs> get out! <laughs> you throw the bottle of cheese whiz at him like it hits the wall. Yeah, like... it just explodes. He's like, holy <laughs> shit! Then Nako Case and her boyfriend start playing music in the background. It'll be rad. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think we can make this happen. Vimy Ridge is kind of. Famous among Canadian nerds for being the battle at which Canada forged its own identity somehow. Uh, I and, visited. Oh, really? It's, it's a lovely place. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's got a ridge mm -hmm. and a monument. It's a very big monument too. Oh, which we, we won't have to make quite as big. Oh, okay. Well, no, yeah. not now, Vimy Ridge. Back then, with the trenches and the sadness. Well, I assume we're just going to be doing the whole thing from from beginning to end. Oh, like an evolving one? Yeah. 
neat. Like if, if it's 120 at scale, I guess that means we need to actually speed up time by 20? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Occurring at 20 times speed. Exactly. Right. So we'll actually need like a, a, a tiny army, if you will, of animatronic robots. Way ahead of you, mm -hmm. capuchin monkeys. They're about 120th the size of a human being. And they could wear little helmets. Oh, they well, not for long. Well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what were the things were the, in the AU that he had a specific request for again? Oh, I mean, AU could be anything, but I was just trying to think of the little mashups I'd want to see the least. So, like, Golden Girl Star Wars. <laughs> Golden oh. Girls, Yuri on Ice. You want crossover Ooh, Golden yeah. Girls in the universe of My Hero Academia. Mm. Golden Girls, but everybody works at a coffee shop. Golden Girls, but they communicate through shared playlists on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. These are all fanfics that I have they seen. They had Golden Girls, but they work in a hotel. Which Hogwarts house does each Golden Girl Align with awkward. Yeah, Adam Savage has never seen Harry Potter. That's fine. I don't like the I don't like the show either. Yeah, yeah. fuck right. Harry Potter. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so let's put them in some houses here. Um, okay, but I'm saying is, we get a certain number of stories under our belts. Oh yeah. yeah. So we've got this. We've got this millionaire right in the palm of our hands. Be yeah. We have a thick book. Thick. Yeah. A thick book, book of Golden Girls fan fiction. That's right. What's the next thing we ask for? Enlighten me. Screen time. Oh, man. We make a movie. Yeah. We get yeah. Betty White back to play Rose. Yeah. We get a whole bunch of other people who don't look anything like the other characters. Yeah. But we have them reenact, like, we have them act out our stuff. Yeah. He's got a bunch of money. Yeah. Uh, probably we, you know, have we have we we know how to make a movie. Chris Hemsworth is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. So once we've trained our army of monkey reenactors on mm -hmm. how to take a trench, how to lead a... Um, a rolling artillery barrage, how to, uh, you know, have a provost marshal to execute deserters in the back ranks. Mm -hmm. How do we demobilize them after we finish reenacting this? Because this is starting to sound like the start of Planet of the Apes. Well, I was going to mention, actually, Cam, that uh, we we're going to need a much larger budget than I think our billionaire realizes at first if mm -hmm. we're going to do a full historical reenactment. Okay. Because we're going to have to lay down some strategy to begin with. Well, we need to teach one regiment of the monkeys to speak French, at mm -hmm. least. Yeah. But once we've, once we've cleared out the monkeys, mm -hmm. or once the battle has finished and we've raised our monument, we're going to have to lay down some atomic dust Ooh. to show the beginning of the Anthropocene era. Ooh, okay, I like that. And then we'll, we'll crush all of the residuum of the battle into mm -hmm. a, a geological layer, like, you know, a millimeter thick, mm -hmm. you know, to represent the passage of geologic eras of time. And I think, honestly, the monkeys are probably just going to stick around anywhere. Have you ever read Dune? Yes. It's going to be a lot like the uh, the Museum Fremen. Oh. These monkeys are going to be kind of like the Museum French that will live forever in, in the future, representing the way culturally the, uh, the, the, the era and the location was throughout history. And they'll also get to drive little tanks. Oh, it's going to be so adorable. Capuchin monkeys are vectors for spreading disease, yes. if I'm to believe our Golden Girls slash Outbreak movie fanfic. Um, I, I love you so much. Right? It's like, <laughs> I don't think that this is a very safe alternative, using these tiny little monkeys to act as, like, you know, to, to, to stand in for that. I think um, there's got to be a better alternative to that, because otherwise you're just going to risk people getting sick. Yeah. That's awfully bold talk for a group of men who don't have a battle-hardened army of veteran monkeys. <laughs> complete with infantry, artillery, tanks, and air support. They don't confuse guns and bananas at all. Did you give them live ammo? We're supposed to recreate the battle. 
beach. Right. That means covering this man's backyard in a fine layer of monkey blood. Yeah, that means they have to replace monkeys like weekly, I'm assuming. Probably at- about 5,000 casualties per week, yeah. <laughs> Adam, you'll find with uh, you'll find though with capuchin monkeys, they are self-replenishing. <laughs> this so can't, you can't say that about the golden girls. No, but it's not the Golden Girls that have to be sustainable. It's the it's the wellspring of ideas from which from yeah. which new stories spring. Yeah. Like if they have a new James Bond every six films. We could have new Golden Girls yeah. every six films. Daniel Craig plays Sophia. Yeah. yeah. I think this is what happens, Cam, when you move off of the Golden Girls standard mm-hmm. and start working with some sort of a a, a fiat casting. That, that you really depreciate the value of the original. Mm. Really, you should be investing strictly in in pure Golden Girls. They're going to be out in the cold. Yep. In the rain. Yep. Digging trenches. Digging holes. Yep. Just like just like during the actual war. First off, all the digging will be done by the Royal Capuchin Corps of Engineers. So don't even worry about it. Second, are you prepared to spend the rest of your life doing this? Because hey, we got Armistice Day coming up, baby. That's at our accelerated time scale, probably over in a matter of weeks. You are going to be writing Golden Girls slash Star Trek crossover fan fiction that is going to get picked apart by nerds who will tell you there is no turbo lift leading between the command deck and the engineering section of an Oberth-class starship. So nothing you just wrote made sense. Again, you're not wrong entirely because this is not just nerds on the internet who are going to pick this apart. This is going to be your direct employer who is a tech billionaire, meaning he is the nerdiest and most pedantic of nerds and has the power to back it up. You might not last more than a week. And at that point, what do you have to fall back on? Whereas we've trained monkeys to do our work for us. You might need a million before you can get even a single Golden Girls opening. What we have to fall back on is the next script to the sequel of Reading Player One. You're so smart. I love you so much. What are you going to do when he asks you to write the Harry Potter fan fiction crossover? You've already said you don't want to do it. Oh, I said that's never... that's entry level. <laughs> Ooh, what about you know the GoBots crossover? I liked GoBots. I loved GoBots. I there were the GoBots that turned into rocks. I broke my pelvis when I was five years old. My grandfather would come visit me, and he'd bring me a GoBot every time. I have a special place in my heart for the GoBots. Honestly, I really want to see. You broke your pelvis multiple times? No, when, when I was five. Oh. <laughs> Just the one time. You said every time. Yeah, every time I was five? <laughs> what? That's not what I said. Honestly, Cam, I really want to see Blanche riding sidekill down the road while Copdar carries Rose into the sunset. Can you hold out both your arms, please? Huh. That must have been English. I would put Dorothy in the role of Mother Jessica from Dune. Are you prepared to feel the sting of the Gomjabar of House Devereaux? Gomjabar me, Daddy. Does sound awful like foreplay, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay. So what we've decided on is that everybody's happy, despite my best efforts. So no points for anyone. But good news! You are being kidnapped by a mad scientist. All you need to do is go into her stasis pod for six months and all of the things that you have done to ruin your body will be fixed. Your allergies will be cured. Your arches will become unfallen. Your skin will be dewy and fresh. Your various stress and or coffee-induced ulcers will be gone. 
You are being kidnapped, though, so it's not like you have time to settle your affairs, extend your parking, or tell any of your loved ones or employers where you're going. So do you go in the tube, spend six months incognito, and emerge like a beautiful and weak butterfly because you've been sleeping for six months? Or do you just scratch your way into allergy-ridden freedom? Team, we've trained some monkeys. We stay in the tube. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Obviously. Contrary to popular belief, a lot of people care about me. So I think we have to leave. Yeah. We have to get out in any way possible. And I love escape rooms. <laughs> I'm real bad at escape rooms, beach. That's why I'm there too, I okay, guess. Okay. Yeah. Are we in the tube together? Like, are oh, we weird. <laughs> like two naked babies, like, stuck in this tube together? Covered in weird goo that, like, yeah. fixes our problems. And, like, our butts are touching. Yeah. And we're kind of uncomfortable, glad. but we're like, we can't move. We're in the tube, I'm man. I'm so glad that our butts are touching. <laughs> Because the other option was we were entwined around each other in a giant white embrace. We're like Gemini. This weird, fleshy thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, there's nothing sexual about this, yeah. but certainly it's off-putting. It's weird. You need to get out of this right? situation, yeah. yeah. Like, me and Beej aren't going to bone down. No. We're just like, we're kind of stuck in this thing where we're using each other for warmth. Yeah. Because that's what you do in survival situations. Exactly. When you're nude like that and covered in green, like... Kidnapped uh, by a mad scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so but we'd have to get out. People care about. That's what I, I'm. I'm down with that. And you know what? I kind of like the way I look now. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I've grown into the kind of person I'm supposed to become. I think so. Yeah. And I'll be the only person on Earth who will have had two vasectomies. <laughs> like you can even know that. So, Beach. Yes, Adam. Like two powerful adult naked babies. We power our way out of this tube early, right? That's right. Because nobody can hold us down. That's right. We like the way we look. Yep. And you know what we are? We are... We are a success story for positive body image the world over. I agree. Yeah. And we could be on Ellen. Yeah. We could get on Ellen and they do like a montage of us with that pink song playing over top. And we could dance. Yeah. And uh, our <laughs> knees would hurt, but that's fine. fine. That's just human nature. That's right. You know, like, oh, my knees are sore, but that's because I didn't stay in the tube. Yeah. Yeah. Cam, do you remember sex in your 20s? Not really, but for the purposes of being a good improv actor, I'm going to say yes. Okay, I mean, like the idea that you were, you, know, you were hard and you could go equally hard all night. Imagine being good at it, too. <gasps> I was I, good at it. <laughs> I was yeah. very good. Hell yeah, brother. I had, I had women who were like, you know, that's an unusual tongue you have. <laughs> so you just let yourself go now is what you're saying. Essentially. I don't have to put any effort into it anymore. Yeah. Fair. If you are physically fit longer, that means you're going to end up staying in the active workforce longer. We get to retire before you do. Retire? <laughs> hey, as millennials, we, by staying in the workforce longer, stand a chance of actually getting a promotion at some point. And by staying in a tube for six months, that means we'll have saved up enough money to actually afford rent when we get out. So me and Bees are stuck in our old broken bodies. Well... With a modicum of newfound self-confidence and sexual liberation. Some sort of dignity, I think, as yeah. well. That we didn't let somebody just just do whatever she wanted to us. Yeah, but yeah. we're broke. So what we've determined here is that both of these outcomes are miserable. Whoa. <laughs> Beach and I are happy. We like the way we look. We're yeah. heroes. We've been on Ellen. Yeah, the best you can do is Ellen. That's you could get good. on Oprah. Oprah's not a thing anymore. Yeah, she's not on TV anymore. Oh, if she, she'd gotten old, you've forgotten. If she discovered a tube that could make you young, she'd come back. You know what's tiring, Beach? What is tiring? Perfection. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, 
everyone's gonna want to see them. Mm. Everyone's gonna poke at them and take pictures of them. Yeah. Nobody's gonna want to take pictures of dad bods over here. No, it'd be yeah. you know we get to we get to be the ones who are like, no, we escaped and we did the thing. And we'll have our little like fun in the sun, like our moment of like, yeah, we were the big deal. And then we get to stop that shit. Yeah. And just go away. But meanwhile, there will be like all these other like not mad scientists coming after them to mm -hmm. be like, we need to analyze what happened to you because we think we can like reverse the aging process and do all this grand whatever. And that's going to be like a, you know, that becomes your new job for like the next six months to a year is that you, you were kidnapped for six months. You come back, you're like, oh, I've, all this whatever's happened to me. And, and like, yeah, look at what an amazing shape you're in overall. Now get in our pod while we pick you apart to try to figure out what she did to you so that we could rep reproduce this for people who want to spend their time doing that. We're not fixing all of our problems. My brain is still wrong. So... <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, good point. That is kind of the the locus of a lot of problems that we have as we get older, isn't it? Everyone yeah. else is going to love me, but I'll still hate myself. Oh. Jesus. Peach, do we hate ourselves? I mean, I... I I literally said I was happy with the way that I look these yeah. days. And mostly that's that's out of a nature of accepting who I've become and also too lazy to do anything about it. This is why we're getting in the tube. We are too lazy to do anything about it and we want something else to do it for us. I'm getting really convinced by these arguments, Adam. Like, I, I, want, no, to, I want to stay the course. We're going to stay the course. We like who we are. Yeah, consent is important and we like who we are. Yes. You're not wrong. I, I agree with those points. But honestly, I'm really curious to see what happens here. And who we are is what we are on the inside. And no goo that's in a tube can touch that because we'll keep our mouth shut. So what we've come down on is that Beige and Adam are happy and allergic to hayweed. And Cameron and Ian are happy and are not allergic to hayweed, but who have some very, very angry loved ones and an appointment for a second vasectomy. So it's, you know, all upside, I guess. All right, so I guess I'm not giving you guys any points because you're all happy. So today, everybody wins zero to zero. All right. You found the single ray of sunshine, you meddling kids. So until next time, this has been The Panelists. <laughs> <laughs>